if you want to call it a sick day, great. If you want to call it a mental health day, great. If you want to call it a vacay day, like I'm going to get a Brazilian wax. I'm going to get a pedicure and I'm going to go to Greece. Like that's what I'm going to do. And it's going to happen Wednesday at three and Tuesday at five and Friday at 8 a.m. That's when it's going to happen. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hi, Workwives. It's Ruby from Syracuse, New York. Um, I have to ask, do you take mental health days from work? How often? And how do you not feel guilty about it? Since my vacation time and sick time are separate, I've accrued 100 plus hours of sick time. I literally have never called in sick for a job, ever. I planned a quote-unquote mental health day for a personal appointment, not medical, and I'm already feeling weird about it. Can I just text my boss and say I'm not feeling well and won't be online? We have a rotating one-day-a-week in-office schedule, so I'm worried about freaking out my coworkers if I call in sick Monday. I'm supposed to be in the office Wednesday. What do I do about this? We normally address our answers to the question asker, but I have something to say to Vanessa at this moment. (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa has unlimited PTO. Yes, I do, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the exact attitude that like, I wish I had. Because I think Vanessa's out here like taking advantage of what's been given to her by her employer. and And I think that's the problem. I address it like the benefit it is to me. My total compensation package includes PTO. It includes sick days. It includes all of this. This is not something that was gifted or granted to me by my employer. It is a benefit of me working for you. At some level, I'm still trading hours for dollars to be ass and seeds thinking for you. In exchange for that, I require some time off during the day to do whatever the fuck I need to do. If you want to call it a sick day, great. If you want to call it a mental health day, great. If you want to call it a vacay day, like I'm going to get a Brazilian wax. I'm going to get a pedicure and I'm going to go to Greece. Like that's what I'm going to do. And it's going to happen Wednesday at three and Tuesday at five and Friday at 8 a.m. That's when it's going to happen. And like, that's making me feel a lot better. But I feel like most of the time I just feel like Ruby. We're like, I just feel bad about it. (laughs) Yes, yeah, so Ruby, at some point, Holland's oh gonna, my God. Holland's gonna have a total meltdown because <laughs> she's in the same place you are. <laughs> but I, I want everyone and their mother to literally come to my side of this table. And that's that's the episode. So Ruby, we're gonna get there. We really appreciate this question because girl, you have a hundred hours. I'm like, let's talk about Greece, let's talk about Zamel, let's talk about Africa, let's talk like where are you going on these sick days? Like, what are we doing? Let's get a boob job, let's get a nose job, let's do it all together like a Brazilian butt lift like (laughs) if you want bite-sized information on how to get more out of your daily corporate grind follow us on Instagram at ask your work wife I don't totally get this attitude because I have understood from a very young age that like sick days are not are not given to you. You've earned them. You've accrued over a hundred hours sick time. Like your company has set up a policy whereby for every hour that you work, you have been also compensated, not just your salary, but you've been compensated an additional time off that you can use however you'd like. 
they'll call it a sick day for, for reasons that we'll get into here in a second, but like, it's your time. You've earned it. Take it. Also leaving money on the table. Yeah, exactly. Think about it like leaving five to 10 to $20,000 of your salary on the table. Would you ever do that? No. Take your day rate times it by a hundred. Like whatever your hourly rate is times it by a hundred. Hold please. We're going to do some math. Not in our heads. (laughs) hundred hours. Even if you're getting paid $20 an hour, $2,000. If your hourly is more than that. Just goes up from there. $3,500. Like what are we doing? (laughs) That's a Christmas bonus. So take it. I think some of the context that we're going to provide today will help you feel better about taking these these hours, Ruby. Yeah, 100%. And not feeling even a little bit bad about it. Or if you do feel bad about it, it would be a brief shining moment and then you will <laughs> go get your nails done. So Vanessa, I'd like to call on you <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> to provide us some historical context <laughs> and maybe some even legal information about what the deal is with sick days. Sure, absolutely. Professor Vanessa's in the house. <laughs> We're going to take it all the way back to a book by Upton Sinclair called The Jungle. It wasn't until he published this fictional book that was largely taken from real world experience of immigrants in the meatpacking industry in Chicago that anyone understood what terrible conditions existed in factories and plants and like places, buildings in the United States. He was trying to get this story published, like these anecdotes of like real people published by newspapers, but the meatpacking industry and the newspapers were all in bed with each other. So nobody was published it. So he finally fictionalized it. I say that in big air quotes right. and published it. And then it was just like horrific. I, I could not even get through that book. I couldn't stomach it. It was oh my awful. God. Yeah, it's on the shelf right over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like from that moment, the rights of workers have been a constant conversation in this country. Now, what's interesting is that federally, we do not have any requirements for sick leave. Period. Like there's no federal statute that says companies are required to give you sick days, period, which I thought was a little bit wild. But what there is, is what is called presenteeism, which I thought was a fascinating (laughs) new word. When I learn things, it's wild. Presenteeism is the opposite of absenteeism, which you're absent. You can't do your job, right? Presenteeism is you're present. Your body's there, but you are incapable of doing the job. And turns out, These are studies that are updated regularly. Presenteeism costs the U.S. economy $180 billion annually in lost productivity. Whoa. Yeah. Like you're saying people people being at work. mm -hmm. But not being able to do their job for some reason. Like either they're sick or they're not sick or they need a mental health day and haven't taken one. They're burnt out. Like they're distracted. Like whatever the thing is, they're there because they they have this. (laughs) Sorry, Ruby, I'm going to pick on you. A hundred hours of accrued sick time that they haven't taken. Right. Right. And, And they're not productive. Mm-hmm. So the U.S. economy has figured out that their workers are more productive when they have time off right. and they're given time off. That's why you find large companies that require you to use vacation time or you'll lose it by the end of the year. They have to build in some scarcity around it so that you will take it. Because it's better for them if you take it. Yeah, exactly. Because it costs them if you don't. Exactly. Isn't that so counterintuitive? It totally is. But this is why we've never had to have any federal statute around sick days because Companies understand, the free market understands that you're more productive if you're given time, if you're paid time to go take care of yourself. Right. So do it. (laughs) So given that, because it's not required by law, it falls under your benefits package. Like it is a benefit to you by virtue of working here that you have and can accrue sick days. And in fact, (laughs) any laws that do exist, exist on the state level. And all of these state laws are 
seeking to protect the employee from adverse action taken by the employer for using their sick days. Right. Right. So like, okay, it exists as a thing. All companies, the free market has offered it. And now you cannot fire someone for using their sick days. Like if you set it in your agreement that they're accruing these and everything checks out and they've like got all the hours that they need to clearly Ruby, you're in a great place. You have hundred plus hours, girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. let's do it. Like the, the company cannot come after you for using it. I'm not a lawyer. This is not legal advice, but just so you understand how the law is written and why it got written, it's there to help you use this benefit. They've given it to you. Mm-hmm. Don't feel bad about using it. Yes. And I love this concept of presenteeism and absenteeism. If there's anything that's keeping you from being totally focused and capable of doing your job, you should leave and go take care of that so you can come back and be more productive. That's in the benefit of the company. I appreciate, Ruby, that you haven't called in sick to a job ever, but I'm sure there's things you need to get done, right? You need to go. I don't know what this personal non-medical appointment is, but like if it's a wax girl, get it done. Like (laughs) if it's a nail appointment, get it done. Like sometimes those things can only happen during work hours. Maybe she's meeting with her lawyer so she can get her divorce paper signed. Uh, Like, you know what I mean? Like there there are things in your life that need your attention Mm -hmm. regardless of medical necessity or otherwise. And these are the types of things that take your brain away from work. Whatever the thing is that's keeping you from doing your job, it's stressing you out, it's weighing on your mind, you need to take a day to take care of it, like, just go do it. Sick equals non-functioning. So ask yourself, can I perform my job functions today if I'm still thinking about this? The answer is no, then take the day. We could list any number of things that you could do this for. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, whatever the thing is that is keeping you from being totally focused at work, you not being focused at work is going to cost the company money. So they'd rather you be gone. Go take care of it. Neutralize it. Come back to us when you're whole. So Ruby, with that in mind, the studies around presenteeism, this concept that like, this is your right, you have earned it. It's part of your benefits package. Like this is compensation. You could be leaving on the table if you're not taking these hundred hours. With that in mind, let's talk about how to get this done. The first thing to keep in mind is that you don't have to justify or defend any of this. You do not. Because Amen. it is your, your benefit, part of your package, part of something that's promised to you you know, probably codified by an offer letter that you've signed and that your employer has signed. These are yours and you don't have to justify or defend any of that. If you have a supportive team, great. Tell them what's up. If you don't, you do not owe that to anyone. It's none of their business. It's none of their business. And on some level, no one cares. Like yeah. it does, like it doesn't matter. It, it's a binary. Are you going to be here working or not? If you're going to be here and not working, that's a bigger problem. If you're not going to be here and not working, that's, that's fine. That's a known quantity I can, as your manager, plan for. And in fact, the language doesn't super matter. Whether it's a sick day, a sad day, a mental health day, a personal day, whatever it is, that language doesn't matter. The difference between an air quote sick day and vacation day is that one's pre-planned pretty far in advance. Like me personally, my vacation is booked out through, I think, March of next year right now. (laughs) But like a sick day tends to be a little bit less planned because something has come up, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, it's nice to give a couple days notice if you've made an appointment. Like I have an appointment. That could be an appointment with yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Nail salons, appointment, attorneys, appointment, accountants, appointment. Everyone makes appointments. <laughs> so like, just use the word appointment and don't put any qualifier in front of it and call it a day. Like I've got an appointment coming up Wednesday. I'm going to take a day. Period. I love that phrase. Take a day, right? Yeah. It says it's not a sick day. It's not a personal. It's not a mental health day. It's not a whatever day. It's yeah. not a meeting with my lawyer day. I'm getting no. Brazilian wax after that day. Mm-hmm. It's a day. Yeah. And if there's a follow-up question, why are you taking a day? I have an appointment. No qualifiers, no descriptors, no nothing. I have an appointment. Ruby, it's going to be hard. 
it's gonna be it's a hard practice and like I'll tell you <laughs> this is like a weird moment in my life I, I spent quite a bit of time in Taiwan and in Ta- in Taiwanese culture when you say you can't make it to something you say I have stuff I have stuff to do and you really just say like I have stuff that's the sentence mm-hmm. and like if I were to say that to you in English like hey why don't you come into this meeting I have stuff your manager would be like, okay, bitch. It's like, it's like I got to do my laundry. (laughs) I got shit to do. Like that's kind of the vibe. I got to move a box from A to B. (laughs) Exactly. Right. And it's not your box. It's not your box. Right. But like in, in Taiwan, in Taiwanese culture, it's considered rude to ask why. Mm. And I love that. Like (laughs) I love that as a concept, as a frame of mind, as like a Zen practice. Like I love it so much. That is so respectful. It's amazing. Like it's your business. Yeah. Just, it's your business. It's mm-hmm. not my business. And I trust you that your stuff is important. And I'm don't take it personally that's more important than whatever I'm offering you. Can we do that here? Can we do that in English? Yeah, I have so, stuff. Yeah, like in English it's some it comes off weird, like, oh I'm sorry, I have stuff to do. But yeah. like I vote that we just neutralize that and we say, Hey, I'm I need to take a day. I have an appointment. That's gonna be our version of stuff. Okay. Stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. You can practice on us, Ruby. Yeah. Send send us a little email. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, work wives. I'm gonna take a day. <laughs> I have stuff. Oh no, that's not the line. Damn it. I'm going to take a day. That's it. Actually. I have an appointment. If I can, I can practice emailing you back Ruby and I'll say for why? And you can say, I have an appointment. And if your appointment is listening to our episode, but <laughs> also fine, even better. I will say there's one, there's one kind of like weird hybrid exception and it's bereavement days. So where we've classified your sick, mental health, personal days, your your appointment days, that's what we'll call them, your appointment days as like semi-unplanned, right? There's tend to be short notice. They also tend to be short. Like it tends to be a day or a day and a half, something like that. Your vacation is planned, planned in advance, tends to be two to three days, a week, 10 days. Two weeks in Portugal? Lots of them. Yeah. <laughs> three weeks in Greece. It's fine. Um, bereavement tends to be both unplanned and long. That's right. You don't have notice and you can't give word and it's it's gonna be something that happens and if it's an immediate family member like god you're in it for a while right I like some sometimes it's a 20 days it's a 10 days it's a month uh, there's a woman in our office who took a whole month yeah uh, you know what I mean there's a there's a couple other people I know that took exactly 20 days before they came back so pay attention to bereavement Bereavement should be a separate thing. Nobody should be forcing you to take PTO or your accrued sick days for bereavement. Um, there are some state laws and some federal laws around that. Again, we're not attorneys. So just be aware of it. Ask your HR rep to look into it for you so you kind of know what you're working with in case you have to be faced with that. Ruby, you've been given a gift. <laughs> <laughs> it's called appointment days. Yay. Call it whatever the fuck you want, but take them. Make sure you take them. They're for you. Go have fun with it. You earned it. Or go get your divorce with it. <laughs> and is I'm, that appropriate? <laughs> yeah, you're on a divorce and I'm on a Brazilian, so we're fine. Like, it's kind of like two sides of the same coin. I don't know. In order. <laughs> Depends on how it went down. <laughs> but like, but that's like at the very at the very core of this, we're encouraging all women, Ruby, you and everyone else, to just remember that this is something that's already yours. You do not need to be asking permission for it. You do not need to be defending your use of it. It's already part of your compensation. It's your money. You've earned. Take it. Take it to the bank. Or to Greece. Sold. Got a 
question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. Every once in a while, less, less and less often, thank God, I have a day when I just cannot get off the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it ends up looking like a bag of goldfish and like Bridgerton. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. better for me to just keep my computer closed that day. Mm-hmm. It's so much better. Cause then you don't have the guilt of like working, but not working plus not taking the day plus needing sure. it. Plus like all this like mental, emotional stuff on top of the mental, emotional thing that led you to the Bridgerton in the first place. Exactly. It's going to lead to more Bridgerton <laughs> yes, tomorrow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like just do Bridgerton today. So you can kind of go back to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mine usually shows about 2 a.m. when I realize I'm uh, still watching TV. Yeah. And like, I love Will and Grace, but I got through every single season of that in about a month, which tells you where my mental health has been, right? So my my like sick days end up 2 o'clock in the morning. Like Slack my manager, hey, I am not going to make it in today. And he's like, okay, great. He doesn't usually reply at 2 a.m. He replies at 6 a.m. when he wakes up. <laughs> and he's like, every time he says, is there anything I can do to support you? And I'm like... <laughs> That's how you know you're in the right place. <laughs>